A little bit earlier, we got a text from Rob. And what I think is, is a difficult story to talk about, but one we need to here in Adelaide because it's a story that it's conduct and it creates an environment that we simply cannot stand for as a community. I'll just play Melush's headline and I'll read you Rob's text. A man accused of raping a 12-year-old girl on a southern suburbs train has fronted court for the first time. The 21-year-old appeared via video link today over the incident on January 11. It's alleged the victim was travelling on the Seaford line when police say she was assaulted, the accused then following her off the train at the Marion stop. He is yet to enter pleas to three charges. A home detention report has been ordered with another court court date next week. Now, as I say, it's difficult to talk about because the subject matter is awful. It's just beyond awful. It's difficult to talk about because there are suppressions in place and no one wants to see anything but justice done, whatever that may be in this case. But we, we as a community simply cannot stand for the fact that people don't feel safe on public transport. And that's been a topic on this program at times last year. And we certainly cannot stand for a scenario where 12 year olds, where our kids don't feel safe on buses. This is every parent's worst nightmare, this story. And it's and it's a story, despite the difficulties around it, that we need to digest and discuss because of the seriousness of it. Because it goes to how safe we feel in our town. And the way so many people get around is on public transport. It's got to be made to feel safe. We cannot abide these sorts of incidents. Rob texted us earlier saying, the thing that comes to mind with this terrible attack um, alleged attack is the first thought to see if someone can get home detention bail. How is this even on the table? Straight away we go from victim care to looking after the alleged offender as the court's first priority. They never learn. Well, Rob, I, as, as we've pointed out on repeated occasions on this program, there is a baked-in reluctance to send people behind bars, both after they've been found guilty of something and indeed in the, especially so in the lead-up. Sean Fuster's done a wonderful job in, in explaining that. It's, it is baked into the system. And it's baked in, I'm sure, on the basis of, of reports that suggest that rehabilitation is more difficult after time people have spent prolonged periods um, in detention. Okay. It is, it is perhaps the most out-of-step with public sentiment part of our entire judicial system. Well, I... I Sentencing is one thing, yes. The, just the, the baked-in reluctance to send people to jail in 2024 has people doing it does people's heads in, and I think I think rightly so. And it, it doesn't appear in academic reports, but I think it should appear in a de- democratic system. Public sentiment matters. It has to. It's the basis that underpins this. We need to listen to the people that don't commit the crimes. And if they're unhappy and they don't feel safe, then there's something broken. That's why it's an important story, and that's why it was a great text, Rob. Thank you for that. Uh, 16 after 7, remember, every single contribution to the program this morning is in the running to win a $100 Unique Home Styles food voucher, and you can do that by calling uh, on 8223 or texting like Rob did on 04808 26 degrees here. You know, in Iowa right now, in Des Moines, Iowa this morning, in fact, not even this morning, in the middle of the day, uh, it's minus 22. Minus 22, and guess what? Right in the middle of that extreme weather event is the first Republican presidential primary. Uh, that is the process by which Republican uh, voters can go to the polls and determine who they want to contest the presidency. Now, we know Donald Trump holds a massive lead in the polls, some 48%. Uh, his nearest rivals, uh, Nikki Haley at um, 20%, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis at 16 The rest of the field are below 10 You might think, why bother? The most optimistic of optimistic advisors to those others would say 
Perhaps the other 52% of people who don't who are voting for our gaggle of other Republicans are anti-Trump people. And all you need to do is be the person, the one person left to contest Trump as people drop out of the race. And you can, you can, you can tighten this thing up, which they tend to do over the course of the primary season. But right now, he is an outrageous front runner and someone who's bucked every trend, hasn't participated in the debates, hasn't campaigned hard in Iowa, which is what people typically do. Uh, in fact, um, I'll play some audio that will demonstrate why he hasn't had to do any of these things. It's because he plays the media game better than anyone. Now, remember, minus 22 in Iowa, where people will be lining up to go to the polls, the uh, health authorities there have issued a warning saying that minus 22 is one thing, but the wind chill factor when the breeze blows is significantly cooler. And it's so extreme, you can get frostbite on exposed skin in as little as 10 minutes. Here's Donald Trump. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I'm going to make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> That's Donald Trump. He's rallying call to voters in the extreme conditions. Here's Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Today is the day we make history. Today is the day we make history because we tune out the noise of the media. We tune out the noise of the politicians. And we raise the voices of Americans that say, we want a better day. Here in Iowa, you have the ability uh, to change the trajectory uh, of American politics. There's a reason he's on 48. And it's because he talks to people better. He uses the media better. He says outrageous yet more interesting things. They sound like politicians. It's tough to compete with the guy. He sounds like the exact opposite of everything you stand for. Maybe something will change and things will tighten up as I, in, the, in the scenario as I, I described it. But uh, for now, it seems like a formality. Um, but the first step on the journey to Trump being confirmed as the Republican Party candidate is taking place in a little place in um, America, Iowa, as we speak. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.